Hello and welcome back to Falling in Love with Yourself. My name is Jenny and I just want to start out by saying thank you so, so much for being here. I understand that you have so many choices of podcasts to listen to and I am so grateful that you have chosen to spend these next few minutes here listening to my voice and connecting to yourself. That's what it's all about, right? That's why I do this podcast episode so that you can take off the lens of looking outward and spend a few minutes looking at yourself, accepting yourself, having compassion for yourself. I'm so very grateful that you've chosen to show up. I'm so very grateful that you've chosen to show up for yourself, but for, for me as well, being able to share my truth and my story and to have it impact some of your lives has been such a great blessing in my life. Um, I'm extremely grateful for those of you who send me direct messages on Instagram at Jenny underscore Drake underscore. Those of you who reach out to me via email on my website, and those of you who are listening on Apple Podcasts who are leaving reviews, like the frustrated reviewer. I'm so sorry that you were frustrated, but she said, I really enjoy Jenny's podcast. She is so open and honest about her life experiences and how to work on loving yourself more. I relate so much of what she shares and appreciate the opportunity to work on loving myself more through listening to her podcast. Give it a listen. Thank you so much, Frustrated Reviewer. That's what I'm here for, is to open my heart and my soul up to you so that you can have more insight in yourself and that you can grow and nurture the most important relationship that we have is with ourselves, right? And we're going to talk about that on today's podcast episode. We're talking about how our words matter and how our words matter with ourselves. So be sure to um, stay tuned for that. It's just a great, great, great reminder. And we're going to go, we're going to kind of dive deep into looking at what we're saying to ourselves and how we're saying it and how it has an effect on our outer world. But before we do that, I wanted to invite you to something that I started last year and I have not introduced it in 2022. This is the first opportunity and to be quite honest, probably the only opportunity this year to participate. It's called Loving Myself More. It's a four-week small group coaching. It will start on June 6th, and it's four one-hour sessions with me and three other beautiful, amazing souls. Um, it's Loving Myself More. I coach it to you live. We'll be meeting on Mondays, starting on June 6th for four weeks in June. And you will get direct access to me. You'll get more insight into self-awareness, self-acceptance, 
self-compassion, and self-fulfillment in those four weeks. So if you wanted a jumpstart on the relationship that you have with yourself and you're hesitant or nervous to make one-on-one coaching a commitment, Loving Myself More four-week small group coaching is totally and completely for you. But there's only four spots, you guys, and they are going quick. So please contact me on Instagram at Jenny underscore Drake underscore or on my website, which is Jenny-Drake.com if you are interested in loving myself more or if you are interested in any sort of coaching, one-on-one coaching, we have a free Monday tribe, I have a free Facebook group, and I send out a weekly newsletter. So please get in contact with me if you are interested in connecting on a deeper level to yourself and with me and with other amazing self-lovers. Okay. So that was a lot. We are going to get started. I love you so much. And we'll talk to you in just a moment right after we take care of some housekeeping. Here we go. Welcome to season two of Falling in Love with Yourself. My name is Jenny. I've been a teacher and a coach in some capacity for over two decades. But that's only part of what makes me successful as your guide to falling back in love with yourself. I'm a single woman who turns 50 this year. I stepped away from a 22-year marriage five years ago where my self-worth was lower than low. I didn't know who I was, what I believed in, what fulfilled me, or what my purpose was. I was depending on external people and things to complete myself. But through my four pillars of self-love, which are self-awareness, self-acceptance, self-compassion, and self-worth, I am now filled with love and faith. Self-love is different than self-care. Self-love is not selfish. It is essential. We always hear how we need to love ourselves, and I am here to teach you how. I'm so grateful you are here, choosing you, and I cannot wait for you to fall deeper in love with yourself. If you are listening, that means you want to fall deeper in love with yourself. And I have the perfect tool to help you do that. It is a journal called A Year of Self-Love, 52 Intentions, to help you fall deeper in love with yourself, one for every week of the year. On Sunday night or Monday morning, you choose one of the intentions in this beautifully designed journal. And each night you can fill in the little journal spot with the accompanying journal prompt for that intention of the week. You guys, if you use this tool, you will fall deeper in love with yourself. You can get it on Amazon or my website, which is jenny-drake.com. And don't forget the women in your life, your mom, your sister, your daughter, your best friend. It is also an amazing gift. I hope you love it as much as I loved creating it. Get a year of self-love now. You won't regret it. 
Welcome back. So my primary love language is words of affirmation. I am one of those people that take words very, very seriously. I'm not great at um, sarcasm. I'm not really great at reading sarcasm. I, again, I take words very literally. And so this episode really comes from a place of our words matter. Now, we know that our words matter when we're talking to other people, and we definitely have a filter most of the time, right? Some of the time of how our words affect the people around us, our children, our coworkers, our partner, our friends, our neighbors, right? We kind of show up in a way, hopefully, that is cordial and polite, and we choose our words wisely. However, that filter really goes away when we're talking to ourselves, when we're thinking to ourselves, when we're speaking to ourselves. And we're really going to dive in to three areas, three different categories of how we talk to ourselves and some traps and some patterns and some habits that we create in our self-talk and our self-thoughts. So this isn't about our words mattering to other people. It really is looking through the lens of self-love and how we speak to ourselves. And again, um, I take words pretty seriously. It can be frustrating to the people around me because I can be a little over analytical um, with, with word choice, or I will ask clarifying questions because people can be very um, loose with their words and words have meaning and words have indication of what our intentions are. And, and again, um, I think that that really serves me as a coach because I bring that a lot into my coaching. In my one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions, I do listen to the words that my clients share and I reflect back to them what they say. And it is so interesting that we don't even realize what we are saying um, about ourselves out loud to other people. If we don't realize what we're saying about ourselves to other people, how much of it is so subconscious that we're saying inside of our minds? So sit back and relax. Maybe get your journal out. Maybe grab the notes section of your phone. And we're really going to think about the words that we use on a daily basis in our minds and coming out of our mouths about ourselves. It's kind of like the chicken and the egg thing, right? Like it's, it's, it's a cycle that happens where we say things and we start to believe them. And the more we believe them, the more we say them. And really, it's it's kind of like a merry-go-round that we need to consciously hop off of. And 
hopefully this episode today will really, really help you bring awareness into all of that so that you can hop off that merry-go-round of low self-worth, beating yourself up, and saying things that really just are untrue about yourself. So I mentioned that there's going to be um, three categories. And the three categories um, that we're going to talk about are um, limiting beliefs, false and outdated stories, put downs. And then as a bonus, I'm going to give you some words just to be aware of and, and what those words kind of um, subconsciously um, give to us. So be sure to stay till the very, very end and um, let's get started. Okay. So a big thing is in self-acceptance is wherever you are is where you are. Like that is the basis for self-acceptance. And self-acceptance is the opposite of judgment and criticism. So I'm going to repeat that once again and listen to my inflection in my voice. This is where, you know, words have meaning. Wherever you are is where you are. So that means that wherever you are is totally okay. That's your truth in that present moment. In this present moment, wherever you are is where you are. And how can you accept that, right? Um, It doesn't matter what you look like in this moment. It doesn't matter where your emotions are in this moment. It doesn't matter where you are physically in this moment. You are perfectly in the right spot, okay? Um, No matter what. doesn't matter if you're having a great day, a not-so-great day, a middle day. Like, this is where you are. And we can accept that about ourselves. And so many of the things that we tell ourselves is the opposite of acceptance. So I'm going to say that phrase one more time. And I'm going to change one of the inflections. Wherever you are is where you are. Wherever you are is where you are. Listen to that compassion. Like, it's okay to be where you are at. This is part of your journey. This is part of our journey. And every moment that we have is for us. It's not happening to us. It's for us. So think about that as we start talking about some of these self-talk, self-thoughts that that are common in running through our minds and hearts and through our ears, our internal ears to ourselves. So let's talk about some limiting beliefs, okay? Um, I hear this all the time. I've, I've kind of just been making lists about common things that I hear 
that is coming out of people's mouths. Some of them are my clients. Some of them are my friends, just in everyday conversation. And I want you to think about if you are saying some of these limiting beliefs to yourself or even out loud when you're at work or with your partner or or anything like that. So here are some limiting beliefs. I'm tired. I'm so exhausted. Today is going to be so challenging. Can you understand when we're saying things like that, we're already setting ourselves up. We've already made the decision that we're tired, we're exhausted, and it's going to be challenging. Now, those are just three examples of limiting beliefs, but you can probably identify like what I'm talking about. You can probably identify your go-to phrases um, that that you are habitually saying either out loud or in your mind. Like, uh, I'm I'm going to need coffee today. I'm exhausted. There's a difference between naming it. Definitely, we have days that we're exhausted, we're tired, or we're crabby, we're grouchy. We can name it and release it, right? That's very different than sitting in it. Do you understand that difference? So if you're saying, I'm tired, I woke up tired this morning, however, I'm I'm going to get energy, I have enough energy to get me through the day and I will rest as soon as I can. Do you see how that is still acknowledging the, the lack of energy or the bad night's sleep that you had, but you're putting a solution to it. You're putting a spin on it to where you don't have to sit in that tired. If you wake up and before you even open your eyes, how many of you do this? Like I, I do this sometimes. I, I have that space between like sleep and waking up. I don't know if you have that. I'm sure that there's a name for it, but I do some processing or some thinking in that in-between space, even before I open my eyes. And those thoughts are so important. And and really look inward and think of what those first morning thoughts are of, oh my gosh, today is going to be such a long day. Or, oh, that, that meeting is going to be terrifying. Think about how we're setting ourselves up for failure. We've already made the decision of how our day is going to go and we're, our feet haven't even hit the floor yet. So, you know, if you've been listening to my podcast, my first pillar of self-love is the awareness, the self-awareness. So, We're in that space right now. This whole podcast episode is about self-awareness and self-acceptance. So be aware of those thoughts that you're thinking about your day even before your feet hit the floor. Because chances are, if you've thought it, you're going to speak it 
somebody's going to say, how's your day going? And you might just say, good, fine. Or you might say, oh, I've got this really difficult meeting. I'm not looking forward to it. How do you think you're going to show up in that meeting with all of the that talk? I'm not saying go to toxic pos- po- positivity and not acknowledging it, but let's reframe. Say you do have a meeting or you have a really strenuous day. This happens to me all the time. So, some days I work 12-hour days and I'm talking to somebody the night before and they say, how does your day look tomorrow? If I were to say, oh, tomorrow is a grueling day, of course I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be dreading it and grueling. And am I going to be showing up as my most shiny, vibrant Jenny? No, I'm going to be like dreading it and worn down and, you know, defeated before it's even begun. So what do I say in that situation? Oh, tomorrow's my long day, but I love what I do. And I've got a couple breaks in between. I'm going to use those to re-energize and the next day won't be as long. Those are all facts. I'm not bullshitting myself. I know I can get through my long days without whining and complaining about it to myself or to other people. So be super cognizant about your limiting beliefs. I'm tired. This is so hard. Today is going to be so challenging. Anything like that, because you really are writing the story before the story has even happened. Okay. Number two is false and outdated stories. Now, I see this a ton in coaching. Our family of origin or society or religion or any external unit has given us a belief. Sometimes we even give ourselves those beliefs like, I'm not good at that. I'm not a good singer. I'm not um, smart enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough. All of those things. Or casual sex is immoral. All you know, it could it could be any outdated story, belief system that we've been carrying around for a long time. And we haven't really reconnected to it. It's just like, a tape that keeps playing in our minds. And it's time to revisit it. It's time to look at those thoughts and look at those beliefs and ask yourself, do I really believe that? Do I really believe this habitual belief system that I've been carrying around? Sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes We have that check-in and it's like, yep, I'm still right there. But sometimes we say, and this happens a ton in my one-on-one coaching, uh, my clients will, will say something about themselves or about some sort of belief. Um, 
I was just having a conversation um, about sex with one of my clients. And she was saying, um, you know, her past self was, you know, a little bit more um, free with her sexuality. And there was a lot of self-judgment. And I said, well, do you believe that? And she said, well, no. I mean, yes. I mean, no. And we, we, we paused and we unpacked that. And we got through to the truth that really she wants a healthy relationship. And she was attached that having sex, you know, in the first couple of dates would not necessarily result in a healthy relationship. And so we were able to talk about what a healthy relationship is and if sex has anything to do with that. Um, and, and I'm not really here to talk to you about sex. If you want to talk more about sex, I definitely have a couple podcast episodes. Episode 50 and 51 are very specific about sex. So go back and check those out. Um, but we are telling ourselves things that we quote unquote believe when we actually don't really believe them. And so that self-connection, looking in the into the belief, into the story, into, you know, and asking, do I truly believe this? And, and really whittling down of where, what we believe about this, where this belief system came from. One of the common things that I ask my coaching clients is, where, what, where did you first hear this message? And sometimes it goes back to our childhood. Well, that's what my parents taught me. Or I heard it at church. And, and I'll say, well, what do you believe? And, and that leads to breakthroughs of, oh my goodness, like, I don't really believe that. I was, I personally was a part of a religion that doesn't drink alcohol, coffee, or certain teas. And I was very active in that religion and I believed it. And then one day I said, do, do I believe, like, yes, that those substances can have harmful effects when not used in moderation, but do I believe that everybody should abstain um, if you're not, you know, everybody should abstain? And and I, I was like, no, that's not a belief system that I truly believe in. So what false stories or outdated stories are you telling yourself? Sometimes they are things like, I'm too loud, I'm too emotional, I'm too needy. Like these labels and these characteristics that we put on ourselves really aren't from us. Think about it. People have told us those things and we believed them. But do we truly believe them? Those, all the three of those things, um, that I just said, I'm too loud, I'm too emotional, I'm too needy. All of those has been, have been told to me probably by 
um, my former husband. Um, I know he said all three of those things to me. I'm sure I was told that I was too loud as a child. I'm tiny. Like, I'm only 4'11". I am loud. Sure. But I also know how to be quiet, too. (laughs) And my loudness serves me in many ways. So, yeah, I believe that about myself. But I don't think it's always a negative thing. I'm just in acceptance that I'm too loud. Am I too emotional? Am I too needy? Heck no. Those are things that people have told me that I choose to not accept or believe. And I just let them go. And I just understand that those are stories and beliefs that I don't believe. And that's about them, not about me. So ask yourself when you're thinking, when you're talking to yourself, even when you're journaling to yourself, go back and reread it or listen to yourself when you're talking to other other people. And instead of just putting it out there, are you listening to yourself? And what are those false stories, outdated beliefs that you are still living with, that you are still carrying around. And it's time to take a look at them and really ask yourself whether they're serving you and if you actually believe them. And if not, it's time to let those go. Okay. Number three, this is a big one. This is the the doozy. We all do it. We are human we put ourselves down. Even the most confident, secure, self-assured person still can go to that space of putting ourselves down. We are, you've heard it before, you'll hear it again, we are our worst critics. But it doesn't have to be that way. Today is the day. We're going to change our criticism towards ourself. And again, what I am statements are you thinking and hearing yourself say? And you guys, it can be so subtle. I hear this so much. Ah, that was so stupid of me. Oh, I'm so stupid. Like what? Are you kidding me? If you wouldn't say it to your best friend or your child or to the love of your life, why in the freak are you saying it to yourself? Because we're human. But let's be more mindful. Let's be more mindful. Because this is where the more we say put downs to ourselves, every time we do it, we are chipping away at our self-worth. And if we're saying it to ourselves, then we're accepting that from others. And if we don't love ourselves and we're not accepting about exactly who we are and where we're at, oh man, we are blocking joy and peace and serenity and love. So if you're saying, I am fat, I am ugly, I am stupid, 
please stop. Please stop. Look in the mirror. Spend moments looking into your own eyes and tell yourself that you are going to speak kindly to yourself. If I have one message for you, it is to stop being so hard on yourself, to stop criticizing, stop putting yourself down. It's not okay. I'm not saying to BS yourself and to blow, you know, smoke. But start treating yourself better. Start using words that are more positive and uplifting. And you can do that by saying, by accepting exactly where you are. If you are saying things like, I am stupid, I am fat, I am ugly, I'm worthless, please go back and listen to the affirmations, episode 18. Download it, put it in your favorites, and listen to it every single day for 21 days. I am enough just the way that I am. I am perfect just the way that I am. I am loved. I am love. I have gifts and talents that this world needs to hear and see. I am not perfect, but I am perfect in my imperfections. It's so important how we speak to ourselves. We would not put down people that we love. So please don't do it to yourself. Again, episode number 18, it's a self-love quickie. It's um, a meditation of self-love affirmations. I guarantee if you listen to it every day for 21 days, It will change the very neuropaths in your brain to love yourself more. Okay, so we've talked about limiting beliefs. We've talked about those false and outdated stories that we've been carrying around. We talked about those put downs. Now, you've heard me, if you listen to the podcast You've heard me say this before. If you're new, welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Be very mindful of I should, I have to, I need to. Those three words are so full of pressure. When we say I should, shame is attached. When I say I have to or I need to, there's some perfectionism there. That means we're in control. We're taking charge. Where's the faith in that? Where's the surrender in that? Change those words to I want to. 
Be very mindful of should, have to, and need to. When I say I need to record a podcast episode, that's pressure and burden. When I say I want to record a podcast episode, that's enthusiasm and excitement and motivation. If I say I need to work out, that's punishment. If I say I want to work out, especially because I love my body and I want to be healthy, that's totally different than I need to work out. So watch should, have, and need, and just change it to want. It's as simple as that. Do you see how words matter? Our words to ourselves matter. It's so important. I hope that you have gained a little more insight. I really hope that you will be more mindful of your thoughts towards yourself and the words that are coming out of your mouth. This is not the police. I am not the word police. You don't have to punish yourself if you slip back into these habits. Someone really, really brilliant said to me this week, and I want to pass it on to you. She said, sometimes our shoes get untied. So if you fall back into habits, guess what? We don't beat ourselves up for our shoe coming untied. We stop, we bend over, we tie our shoe, and we skip down the road. We don't skip down the road with our shoes untied. So think about that analogy. Sometimes our shoes get untied. Sometimes we fall back into habits. Sometimes we fall back into behaviors. Sometimes we say things to ourselves when we're trying to do better. It's okay. You're doing the best you can. We are doing the best we can. It is practice. It's not perfection. It's practice and progress, not perfection. So be mindful of the words. Give yourself a break. Cut yourself some slack. Don't be so hard on yourself. Be more loving. Give yourself affirmations. Give yourself compliments. It's not selfish. It's actually essential. Your life will transform if you are using different words that are more uplifting and loving rather than tearing yourself down. I hope that this episode spoke to you. I would love, love, love to hear about it. Please, if you're an Apple Podcast listener, please leave me a review so I can share it with the listeners. If this speaks to you, would you mind sharing it with someone that you care about? I know that you're thinking of someone right now that's really hard on themselves. Do me a favor and share this episode with them. Remember, sharing self-love will change the world. I love you so much. You are so worthy of speaking kindly to yourself. 
Remember, our words matter, not just to those around us, but to ourselves. Much love, and I'll talk to you next week.